Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. Growing up as an outdoorsman in northern Minnesota, I've experienced some pretty extreme weather. But if you ever feel daring enough to take a ship through Drake's Passage, you eventually will reach the southernmost tip of the world, Antarctica. Antarctica is truly a place unto itself. It has no capital because it isn't even considered a country. There on the ice, the Soviet Union has a research facility uh, that they built for drilling deep into the cap. It's called Vostok Station, which was named after the 900-ton ship sailed by one of the discoverers of Antarctica. In this rugged tundra, you will find an intimidating countryside known for its extreme weather conditions. The strongest winds on Antarctica can reach speeds of up to 200 miles per hour, as fast as skydiving from an airplane. The nominal winter, winter temperature for the South Pole is about 76 below Fahrenheit. Pretty chilly, to say the least. But many people were completely dumbfounded at what happened at Vostok Station on July 21, 1983. Temperature plummeted to 128.6 degrees below Fahrenheit, and they recorded the coldest temperature ever recorded on the earth. This reminds me of the Christian life. As cold as that day was, I believe that the heart can become just as cold, if not more, hardened like the thickest ice in Antarctica during the coldest of winters. It can become bitter like a polar wind chill caused by sin and an impenitent heart. This is a cold that cannot be measured by the dropping of the mercury, but by a person's complete lack of love for God and his mercy, compassion, and grace. Matthew 24 verse 12 says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. The heart of a Christian is supposed to be warm, like an ember in a fire. It needs to be warm, like the heat in a wood stove. The further a person distances themselves from the teachings of the Christian church, the further they walk away from regular exposure to God's word, and the colder their heart becomes. Imagine living on the equator, but the further you move north or south, the colder it gets. Imagine your heart like a suitcase. It's completely packed with love for God, so full that you can't even put anything else in it. But then you get involved with sin. Well, sin is then placed in your suitcase. But the only way to do this is to first remove some of the items inside. As sin increases, the love from one's heart is removed. The more sin, the more love is diminished. This is why love needs to be focused on the right thing. First John 2, 15 through 17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The more involved you become with sin, the less love you possess in your heart for God and for others. Their love for sin becomes greater, even uh, encouraging others to sin against God with them. Their heart becomes cold 
and without any feeling. Kind of like a callus on your hand or your foot. Romans 1, 28 through 32. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetous maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Second Thessalonians 2.12, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. You see, the more involved with sin that one becomes, the colder and more cruel the heart will be. It becomes like a block of ice, frozen and hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin is like the hardener in two-part epoxy glue. Everything is soft until you begin to mix it together. Romans 2, 5 through 8, But after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds, to them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. When someone opens the front door in the middle of the winter, a cold blast of air will rush into your house. When you allow sin to enter the door of your heart, the same thing happens. Hebrews 3, 12 through 15 says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. Instead of serving sin, we are supposed to serve the Lord Jesus. Romans 12, 11 says, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent actually means having or showing great emotional warmth. But because of sinfulness, that warmth slowly disappears in a person's heart. The heart begins to ice over, kind of like a river in the northern Minnesota woods. They become without natural affection, incontinent, and fierce, 2 Timothy 3.3. They become as brute beasts, 2 Peter 2.12 and Jude 1 verse 10. Where there was once kindness, there's now cruelty. Where there was once truth, now is a lie. Where there was once mercy, is now bitterness. Where there was once love, now there is hate. This is why um, we need to ex ex extricate ourselves from sin. This is so that we can become pure in our heart, focusing our love and attention on Christ's will for us, and then on our neighbor. 
First Peter 1.22, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. When something is fervent, it means that it's glowing and it's burning and very hot. This is the kind of love that we want to have towards the Lord Jesus. We display our love towards him by becoming obedient to his will, and we show our love by being forgiving with others. 1 Peter 4, verse 8, And above all things have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. So when people choose to turn away from scriptural truth, sin begins to abound. And the more sin there is, the less love there will be. The coldness of an impenitent heart can never really compare to the cold experienced that day on Antarctica 40 years ago. This is a coldness of the heart and spirit, something that can be never be measured with all the equipment at Vostok Station. So let's think about these things for today, and we can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, or by going to our blog at TLKJBC.wordpress.com. Or you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.